Well, Ulysses, it has returned. Another edition of the Midweek Mailbag on a Wednesday. And they are fun prop bets, at least two of them. So uh, let's have some fun, man. Let's have some fun. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement as well. So use code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout. All right, Ulysses, before wasting any time, let's get into these great questions, comments regarding the Tampa Bay Rays. This first one from Steve Raines an email. We love those. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. He says, how far can our bullpen take us? Do we want to fire their bullets now after the all-star break or save them for the postseason? If we're talking dollar for dollar, it's probably the most valuable and arguably strongest asset of this team. I trust the Rays front office and Kevin Cash to execute on that. But how do you think it should be utilized and approached for maximum efficiency and effectiveness? It's easy to look at what we're missing right now, the bats, but let's also celebrate what we have. Fire hydrant for president. Also, sidebar, for my bachelor party, it was a blast. We got to see Springs and Klubot. Wander busted his slump with that triple, spent a ton of time at Ferg's between games, and got a couple G-Man Choi chants going. Got a chest bump from the big man. 10 out of 10 experience. Only complaint was the Yankees fans. I never thought I'd say there's positives in being an out-of-town fan of the Rays. Well, I love that, man. Good for Steve for yeah. um, for having his uh, bachelor weekend at the Trop. What a good way to celebrate it. Uh, I, uh, I wish we would have seen him. I know. Uh, you know, you know, being in different continents, it's a little bit uh, different and, and yeah. difficult. But uh, I hope that you had a terrific time, and I'm glad that, to hear that you did. Now, this this is a tough one because I don't know exactly what Steve means in the beginning. Does he mean should we praise the bullpen, which I think we should definitely praise the bullpen? I, yeah. I agree with that. Or does he mean let's use the bullpen? depth slash value and get something that we don't have which are the bats Mm. is that what which which one is he saying that's tough to tell i was getting the impression that does he trust this bullpen because it's not necessarily a who's who and it's never quite frankly a who's who when is it ever yeah when is it a who's who every year the rays are trying to break a record with the number of different guys who get saves who was John Curtis before John Curtis? Who was, you know... Lewis Head, Lewis. Adam Conley, Hunter Strickland, Dietrich Enns. And now you can basically say the same thing for a Jason Adam, a Matt Whistler, Jalen Beeks. Yeah. And I again, I've been impressed by the bullpen. Can they keep it up for an entire season? We'll see. But I'm also expecting some pitchers to get back healthy to be able to help them out as well. So 
Uh, like Steve alluded to in his email, to me, the bullpen, I think, is the least of the worries. I know there's been some hiccups here and there with Kittredge and some others, but you can't go an entire season without blowing saves. I mean, people are getting all over Roldis Chapman because he blows a save or two. Like, let's uh, let's relax, guys. Let's yeah. let's let's also remember that you're not going to be uh, sixty for sixty on save opportunities in any given season, and if you are, well, that's a historic season, and maybe you should get Cy Young votes. But um, I don't think if you look at the at the bullpen arms that you can point pinpoint to more than one guy right now and say this guy is heavily struggling. Yeah, the only one guy that is heavily struggling, and he has said so himself that hey, I'm sucking right now, and then that's Ryan Thompson because yeah. he is he, he right now. Even he has said it; he is sucking right, and he is literally the weakest link right now in this bullpen. Now, you look at the other names though. Jalen Beeks has been really good. Jason Adam, Ra- even Ralph Garza, the dude has pitched yeah. almost 20 innings with a 3.72 ERA. I mean, th- th- that's not terrific but i mean it's ralph garza did you really expect a 95 era plus which is five under uh uh, you know the average for a reliever the guys are getting it done with no names and let's go back to my biggest point of the off season which was you got to get a high leverage reliever the race yeah tried to do that with brooks Raley. i am still not entirely convinced that he is the high leverage guy that maybe Rays fans were envisioning. You brought up a very good name in Alex Colomay. Now yeah. that to me seems like a high leverage guy. That's again, you look at the bullpen stats right now for the Rays compared to the rest of baseball. I mean, they're top five, top six bullpen team. If yeah. you look at ERA, saves, whip, strikeouts, all of it, they're in pretty darn good company. Now, who is that lockdown closer? Do the Rays have one? Do we trust it to be Kittredge? Do we trust it to be Fire Eisen? Do we trust it to be Fairbanks, Chagall, Nick Anderson, if and when he comes back? That might have to be a question. That might have to be a trade deadline question because there's certainly going to be guys like Alex Colomay made available for trade, just like the Rays went out a couple of years ago and got Nick Anderson. I the, Just the like Ra- last year, Joe yeah. Rasmussen and J.P. Fire yeah. Eisen, by the way. The, the Rays have prospects upon prospects upon prospects, middle infield prospects particularly. Nah. So I don't know why you can't go out and trade for a Paul Seawald or, or, hey, run it back with D-Rob or Colin McHugh if you have to. I, I, I will say, though, although I am a very high proponent of getting that high leverage arm that you give the ball to and you feel really good about it nine out of ten yeah. times, First of all, that's very difficult to, to find. Those are those are expensive guys. And number two, well, that's again, let's go back to what we said. The bullpen is really good. So why yeah. would you fix something that's really good? To Steve's point, what needs to be addressed is the bat. Yeah. Is that Stu? It is Stu. Stu, stop. You know, we record at this time usually. I God, stop it. You know, so so that's the thing. What what I am okay with the bullpen. If I'm being picky. If, if you're being picky, what would you want? I would want a high leverage guy. Of course I do. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. But they're very difficult again. But you got to get some offense. And I understand that it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get bats than, 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 than arms because the Rays are really good at finding arms. Like we, right. have, like we literally have seen it for the last decade or so uh finding guys that uh, might not be names well-known names and yet they are very successful 
Uh, I don't know, Steve, man, you, you put me in, in a conundrum here uh, in a tough place. Yes, I want to improve the bullpen, even though it's really good. But like you said, I think the offense needs some work. But maybe the offense yeah. is going to pick up if Brandon Lau comes back healthy. Wander Franco comes back healthy. You see a little bit more from some of the young guys. Maybe some other call-ups can happen. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Again, the Rays can also be creative with some sort of swap. Maybe you package couple prospects and you don't just get a reliever but you also get a bat or two i'm sure they can get creative with that didn't jonathan india like have there was a rumor mill about jonathan india like being talked with the rays and then the reds said no was that recently yeah like within the last couple weeks no maybe i thought it was a month ago i thought it was a question from a listener i didn't know if it was actually maybe was it was it a question from a listener i'm 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 yeah i don't remembering i i feel like the reds look they can trade a lot they've got there's guys that they can trade, but I think that Jonathan India, he would want to be part of their core or they want him, but they want him part of their core going forward. So uh, we'll have to see what happens with all that. Again, I I think the Rays they, they don't mind with the, the swap and relievers, the no name guys. I mean, Hey, give Phoenix Sanders another shot. Like if, if the Rays were so, confident to not bring back a Colin McHugh or a David Robertson or so many other guys over the years, uh, they can just plug and play. Hey, we'll find the next guy. We'll find the next Lewis head and turn him into something else. So, and I think that's what you're going to see unless they can, you know, find that Craig Kimbrell or something like that and and work something out. Maybe possibly we'll see. Uh, All right. We've got many more questions to get to on this episode, but first we have to tell you about Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement as well. So use code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what is inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever peace by going to BlueNile.com today. All right, uh, this next uh, question or comment from listener Jake Stokes. He says, who would you rather have at the plate, Vidal Brujan or throwback Jose Molina, the (laughs) fastest guy in athletic history. Oh, Mr. Stokes, are you having are you having fun, Mr. Yeah. Stokes? Um, Actually, I think this is a pretty easy answer. Yeah, Jose Molina. Right? <laughs> I mean, his 180 average would be a much needed look, man. Look, I want to set the record straight because maybe we haven't been using the right words, the right uh, way of of articulating. Do I want Vidal Brujan to succeed? hundred percent. Do I want Taylor Walls to succeed? A hundred percent. Do I want both of them to have long, long careers in MLB? A hundred percent. But we, just because we hope for them to, to be successful, we can't just completely avoid the fact that Vidal Bruhan right now has a negative 0.6 B war. He is hitting 134. He is. He has a 200 on base percentage, a 179 slugging. He has a 16 OPS plus in 67 at bats. Yeah, that's not bad. That's 
And the only Bad reason with steroids. Yeah, the only reason he's probably still with the big league club is because Brandon Lau is out and Wander Franco is out. And so. by the way, good. That they're the Rays are doing exactly what they should be doing. Yeah. Give young guys right now in your farm system that have nothing else to prove in AAA. Vidal Bruhan has nothing else to prove in AAA. Just like Josh Lowe doesn't have anything else to prove in AAA. Just like Taylor Wallace doesn't have anything left to prove. But the thing is, right now in the major league level, they're not really yeah. hitting even above their weight. How much does uh, Vidal Bruhan weight, by the way? What do you think? Probably 170-ish. 170-ish? Well, he's, he's hitting 134. Not good. So, you know, but again, the Rays are doing the right thing. You have to give Taylor Walls at-bats. You yeah. have to give it all Bruhan at-bats. Hopefully, you have to give Josh Lowe some at-bats soon. But right now, we can't avoid the fact that these guys are not doing what they should be doing at the plate. With the glove, that's a different story. Taylor Walls' defense has come out and, and become a little bit more smooth lately. Mm-hmm. But all Bruhan, we have seen him in the outfield. Second, shortstop, he looks good. Again, with Wander Franco, you need some options for shortstop right now with Vidal and, and, and Taylor. But when those guys start getting healthy, Wander and Brandon, there's going to be some redundancy. And these guys might be the first ones off the block. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jose Molina, he actually, all intents and purposes, was not a terrible hitter. Oh, my God. No. Don't don't come at me okay. with this. Okay. No. Hear me out. No. Hear me out. When was he a good hitter? When he was 24? You know what his career batting average is? 220. 233. Okay. Okay. So 233. And his I know that last year with the Rays was atrocious. The last two years. Well, he batted 233 as a 38-year-old. Give me war. He was a basically a replacement level player. Okay, the, the second but El Bruhan is negative replacement level. Look, again, I, w- I would rather I would rather have Jose Molina nine times out of ten at the plate than Vidal Bruhan right, right now. now. The right Vidal Bruhan right now, possibly, possibly. I, I don't know if. Ooh, I mean, will will, will okay Jose Molina? Yeah, he had thirty nine homers in his career. Okay. Will Vidal Bruhan get more than 39 homers in his big league career? Yes. Yes. Jose Molina had 117 doubles in his career. Will Vidal Bruhan get more than 117 doubles in his career? Yes. I'm not going to completely judge a guy's complete career by 60 cent of at-bats. That would be irresponsible uh, to do. I, be irris- I'm just saying I don't right has- now, yeah. he's not doing well. And we can't avoid saying that he's not doing well. We have to say it, people. And then I'm sorry on Twitter, everybody's like, oh, they're Vidal Bruhan haters. Like, no, we're just we're just reading the information and it's yeah. not good information. So I'm sorry I can't do anything about said information. I can't. I think Vidal Bruhan should learn how to bunt and bunt once again. I would I would love it if he started doing that. And you know what? When that third baseman starts creeping in a little bit, guess what? You have a little yeah. bit more space to slap it. Yeah. To slap it. I'm telling you, Jose Molina. Oh, my God. Again, it was a different era 10 years ago. Thank you. Because catchers are not hitting at all now in this era. There are three catchers who are hitting above 230. Three. (laughs) And it's Alejandro Kirk, Wilson Contreras, and JT Riamuto. Next up is Will Smith at 227. Who's after that? Salvador Perez at 195. Sean Murphy, 193. Is Monty Grandall 163? 
You know, th- did I ever tell you I got into a little bit of a tiff with Mike Petriello in the offseason? Oh, no. What was this about? He ranked Sean Murphy above Salvador Perez, and I was like, you're bleeping insane. I got yeah, a I think he's just Petriello. trying to get some retweets and some likes. Which... He's a little bit on the edge sometimes. Like, I, He's a smart dude. I enjoy his writing, but sometimes, bro, you're a little clickbaity. And what was his basis? Oh, that, you know, he's not judging on people's past performance but on the future performance you know what let's wait until the end of 2022 and let me see the numbers between salvi and and sean murphy mike petriello well look i'm about to make this podcast locked on jose molina because let's remember he's a two-time world series champion he played 15 years in the bigs and he was very friendly with joe madden who by the way got fired uh whoops also jose molina because i totally i had taken him out of my mind until jake stokes brought him up yeah would you beat jose molina any during his time with the rays would you beat him in a foot race to first you know who got in trouble for saying that who chris rose oh i do not remember that in the intentional talk they said it on air and jose molina saw it on on the club on the clubhouse the the show and then he would he legitimately like got Uh. angry at chris rose like you can't beat me but yes chris rose would beat him and me on my 2022 health kick i would definitely beat jose molina enough what race from home to first heck yeah hey Baby, I'm, I'm, baby, I'm jogging every day. Let's go. No, that's good, very good for you. You look very svelte. And let mm. me say this. Mm. Jose Molina, last thing. Yeah. He could spray the ball to all fields. He could. Look at his spray chart. Oh, my goodness. He, I'm telling you, look at his, he had an impressive career. Before impressive career. I start throwing this little ball at you for saying Jose Molina one more time. Let me tell you good folks about Athletic Greens. First of all, it's the single best thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. So what is athletic stu- uh, athletic greens? Well, with one delicious scoop of athletic greens and a cup of water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sorts, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, all of it. So you don't need any different pills and supplements to look out for your health anymore, your recovery, your focus, or your aging, all of those things. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash network to take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we also want to tell you about Bet Online because it is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news and odds, including the basketball championships, baseball, and so much more. Get your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. It's called Bet Online, and it is where the game starts. Someone over there is going to be really upset. It's a thunderstorm right now, and they left their trunk of their car open, like oh. wide open. 
Big mistake. Big mistake, people. Don't do that. Yeah. It's Tampa, Florida. Bigger the than summer. the uh, base running gaps that the Rays have had this season. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do, don't that. Want to do that in summer. That's why you have to have a roof Yeah. if you're going to have a uh, team playing Florida yeah. uh, for baseball. Uh, okay, this uh, final question that we'll go through today on this mailbag episode. Uh, Ty McCann says, over or under, Drew Rasmussen gives the Rays 149 and a half innings by the end of the regular season. Our buddy Ty McCann. Haven't heard from you in a while, Ty. Thank you for speaking yeah. up. Love this question. Hope you're doing well in Boston with your boy Michael Waka. Just still, still killing it. Killing it. Yeah. yeah. Almost threw a shutout the other day. Um, because he's dropping that cutter. He dropped the cutter and he's now throwing a sinker. Yeah. Just it's like the opposite of Rasmussen. Rasmussen's using the cutter. Just parentheses. What happened that he didn't listen to the race or were the Rays not telling him to drop the cutter? Like it's either one of those two things. Yeah. He was being told drop the cutter and he didn't. Or number two, they never told him. Oh, I'm sure they told him, but maybe being as long in the tooth as he was, he didn't want to take that direction necessarily. And then the Red Sox tell him and now he listens. Well, he's, he started to change it towards the end of the season. With but then the Rays, he picked right? it up again. Yeah. I think some of it has to do with, Again, these guys are competitors. They believe that I can figure it out. Yeah, they got me this time. But if I keep working on it, keep tinkering with it, that I'm going to make my cutter unhittable again. And I, I think it's just one of those things that you just want to prove people wrong. So you keep going out there and throwing it. True. So. Okay, let's get back to you, Ty. Okay, Drew Rasmussen, 149 over under. Hmm, well, let's see. We're on June 7th. He's thrown 54 innings. So he would have – well, that's a tough – I think he's on pace for like 156, yeah. give or take. That's assuming that he makes every start every and start continues the trek he's on. And doesn't get hurt and is successful enough, like he has been right now, that the Rays give him that long leash. That's a lot of ifs. It's a lot of ifs. Yeah, exactly. So having said that, I did – in the beginning of this season, we had our dark horse picks. Yeah. Drew Rasmussen was mine. Drew Rasmussen was mine. And I am sticking with my dark horse. Drew the dark horse Rasmussen. I, I'm going to say yes, Ty. I'm going to wow. say yes. I would say yes if this included the postseason numbers. But I just take into account he threw just 76 innings in 2021, just 15 innings in 2020. He's got two Tommy John surgeries. Now, and in the minor leagues, he was basically a reliever. He was never, it's not like he was throwing 130, 140, 150 innings. In but are they babying season. him though right now? I don't think they're babying him. No, but what concerns me a little bit, well, it's, it's tough to gauge because on the one hand, he's yet to throw more than 90 pitches in a start. And that sure. could be a byproduct of, He's not striking out many guys. It's you induce contact and you get the out very quickly. Yeah. I just, there, I find it hard to believe that he can get through this many innings with as low of a strikeout rate as he has. At some point, balls are going to have to start falling through, I would think. Let me tell you how his game log looks with innings pitched. Four, five, three, Six, five, five, five and two thirds, five, five, three, seven. Yeah. He's a five inning guy. He's a five and dive. Can he do five and dive for four. 30 starts? Uh -huh. 30 plus starts. Uh huh. 
it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Like this, yeah. there's no doubt about it. I'm going to say yes, just to have some fun with this prop right. bet, Ty. I want to know what you say, Ty. Uh, l- let us know, uh, you know, uh, what you think, if he's going to do it, to do it or not. I'm going to say yes. You're saying no then. Yeah, I'm saying no. And I would say, I don't even think he gets to 140 necessarily. I would actually wow. think that Corey Kluber throws more innings at the end of the day than Drew Rasmussen because Kluber's on a one-year deal. It's just, hey, roll this guy out. Yeah. He's trying to get that next contract where Rasmussen, they kind of want to keep him around, I would think, for a little bit. Now, I think eventually Drew can be that workhorse, 150, 160 inning guy. And heck, I mean, Ryan Yarbrough is not going to be that guy anymore. It doesn't look like so. They're going to need some guys to step up. But I think that his build definitely works in his favor as 6'1", 215. He's got the build of like a Nate Eovaldi type. So I feel 42 like... 42 Tommy Johns. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. You I, said never at 90 pitches? He's thrown yeah. 88 at the most in what May 7th, 88. Well, this might be good. Maybe they are they are kind of babying him yeah. pitch wise, like keeping him under 90. So he they they keep him fresh. Yeah. And so maybe that'll give him to 150 if he right. just five, five, five for a while, and then come July or August. Okay, buddy, now you're a six yeah. inning guy. Now, which other starters are gonna be coming back at some point? Shane Boz this week. That's okay. fun. Well, he, you're you're adding Boz and subtracting Yarbrough. That's a positive. Who, who else? Yeah, that's a big positive. Um, who else is supposed to be in the fold? Luis El Electrico Patino. Okay. So, and eventually Torinos, maybe. I mean, just throw out some names. Yeah, maybe they go to a six-man rotation, or they go to Shane McClanahan's going to get his every five days yeah. and then the everybody guys, accommodate the, the, the top of the yeah. line start. Yeah. I think maybe towards the dog days of summer, they taper back a little bit and then build back up. Maybe again, throwing 150 innings. You wouldn't say that 10, 12 years ago, eh, everybody's <laughs> supposed to be throwing that. Now it's like, Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. Especially yeah. with the Rays. This is the Rays we're talking about. Again, his strike percentage is nice. 65%. That's over the, 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 the average major leaguer, the three, the three Oh two ERA. That's nice. Three, four, seven FIP. That's okay. That, that, that still plays. I'm going to say yes, man. I feel good about right. Drew. I just, Hey, Make sure when you pitch to contact that the contact gets to a glove because the guys can hit the ball hard against them at times. Yeah, so it's true. But uh, he's been a revelation, revelation. And again, just another reason why the Rays were confident in making that deal for for Willie Adamas or trading Willie Adamas to get Rasmussen and JP Fire Eisen and knowing that, hey, they can turn these guys into something special. So great questions there from Jake. That was fun. And Steve, correct? Yeah. yeah. Thank Again, you, guys. Keep them coming. LockedOnRays at gmail.com, and we'll bank those mailbag questions. And if you're interested in advertising with the program, same email, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. By the way, Joshua Gardner, we have not forgotten about you, man, but your but your, your yes. mailbag will take some thinking about the best. Well, actually, should, should I spoil this or no? Uh. Don't spoil it yet, okay. but it, it might be a... He knows. His, Josh, that takes time his, to work that his out. His mailbag question might be a full episode or two seconds. Yeah. I'll just, it's a great question. It's a great question, but it takes a lot the, of work. Yeah, we're trying to find the opportunity yeah. to deploy it. So maybe it's next week or the week after. We'll, we'll eventually get to it. Yes. Just put it like that. So, all right. Thank you all for making the Locked on Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. That is also free. 
and available on all platforms.